This is Ali Ciardo, and this is Photo Field Notes, stories and inspiration from professional photographers. This is Ali Ciardo, and I'm talking with Arden Pruka Jenkins. She's a photographer in Fort Worth, Texas. All right, Arden, let's hear your story. How did you become a photographer? Why did you want to become a photographer? And how did you get to where you are today? Um, well, it kind of started back in 2003 when I became a mother. And I, like everybody else, started shooting my little baby. Um, fell in love. You fall in love with fingers and noses and lips. And so I just started shooting away with whatever camera I did have. I think it was a, a small digital camcorder. It was horrible. So um, as he got older, um, I decided to kind of up my photography equipment and DSLRs were just coming out and I purchased an iconic Costco a kit and had a lot of fun with it and really um, discovered that it was a passion that I had. And as the years went by, I photographed more and grew more and got a lot of compliments from people. And a girlfriend of mine had a friend moving back in town uh, whose name is Heather Essien and Heather and I connected and she needed a second shooter and an assistant and I needed uh, to learn a lot about uh, photography in general, technical skills with a camera. Um, you know, I, I had my camera on P mode automatic all the time because I didn't know there was aperture and ISO and shutter speed. I didn't know any of that. And um, she did a really great job at teaching me uh, background knowledge of a camera. And she is a very, very talented woman, can pose like crazy and is extremely artistic. And I feel very fortunate that we uh, connected, uh, I guess that was back in 2000, early 2007. And from there, I just started getting people wanting photographs, families, um, I had some brides start contacting me uh, about a year or two into my kind of pre-business, I guess. And I turned them down a lot because I knew I wasn't going to just jump into weddings on my own. So that's kind of how it all started. And I just grew from there. And I'm very, very thankful for some people that I met that have really helped me along the way. Yeah, and I always tell people um, who are kind of looking for advice on getting started that you really need kind of a mentor or to do, I call it my second shooting my apprenticeship because it really was my kind of really just on the spot, learning the stuff, learning the technical skills from somebody else who can guide along the way, I think is very valuable experience. Absolutely. I, I think that my time with her uh, prepared me a lot more for the photography side than I ever could have dreamed of. I know a lot of people these days just start, you know, saying, I'll take your pictures. I'll take your pictures. I'll do this for free. I'll do this for free. And, um, I would, I steer people away from that because I, I don't think that's the best way to go about, um, starting a business. I think you need to know a lot of knowledge or gain a lot of knowledge first um, especially taking pictures is fun and everyone can do it. Everybody's a photographer now. There's amazing cameras, but to learn the technical side is very time consuming. You need to study it. You need to practice, practice, practice. And doing free shoots for me isn't 
isn't the best way to do it. You shouldn't jump into a business. You should really learn just, you know, just like any other uh, career that anybody has. You go to school for it, you learn. And and I think learning from somebody is one of one of the greatest gifts. And I know not all photographers are open to allowing people to come learn from them, but I think uh, to lead the industry in a good way, we we should be happy to teach and happy to help so that our industry grows and becomes a very talented skill and not just all these new people coming in and not knowing everything about it. So I'm very passionate about that. Right. And so I've had a few people ask me actually about where do you start when you want to find somebody to shoot for, you know, do you cold call? Do you go to networking groups? So what do you think? What's your kind of, I mean, it's sort of an opinion. What do you think is a good way to go about finding kind of that mentor or apprenticeship? Well, this is very, very hard. I, you know, like I said, I was brought together with Heather through a mutual friend of ours. So that I just got really lucky. This is back in 06, 07 before photography really, really, really took off. Um, I, I believe in the past couple of years, it's, you know, multiplied the number of people I see um, becoming photographers. But I have people emailing me all the time um, or Facebook me, and I know they would love to just come with me on shoots and learn and see how I work. And I am happy to help people. I Obviously, I can't help everybody who wants to come, but I'm very open with knowledge. I think it's very important to find a photographer who is open and willing. I know that there are people that can uh, hoard their information and be very protective of their business, which is extremely understandable. But at the same time, I think you need to go, hey, by hoarding this, by keeping this in, by, by you know, wrapping it up within myself, what am I gaining? Um, I would rather be open and help teach and kind of share the wealth, spread the love. I didn't learn everything on my own. So why should somebody else? So I think looking for a personality of a photographer close to you is, is really great. Finding somebody who is open, who is friendly, who loves to give tips, who loves to help. Um, and, and don't let somebody abuse you and don't abuse them either. But I also think getting involved in forums, communities is great. Um, I'm part of I Heart Faces and the B School and I Heart Faces has really helped me gain, um, kind of somewhat of a following and friendships in the photography industry, which is great. And we have a Texas group and we had a meeting. Um, I kind of threw together a very, uh, informal, let's eat, drink, hang out, chit chat, you know, at a really fun place in downtown Fort Worth, just to meet each other and talk and get to know our businesses, our lifestyles, you know, I, I finding those forums are really great. And I do love the open communities. I think it's always great to be able to get together and just kind of like eat and drink and meet people in person and have a great relationship rather than that just like standoff competitive edge. Right. All right. Well, let's get into, tell me a little bit about, you said you kind of slowly built the business, slowly but surely. So when you did finally decide that you were into doing weddings, what was just the transition? Do you feel like, was there ever your aha moment where you're like, wow, I can, you know, I'm really doing this. Or do you think it really was just kind of a slowly over time? Well, it all kind of started, um, I guess, 
2008 started to pick up for me um, as far as people wanting photographs. And it was more families um, and children. And I, I slowly, slowly started. Uh, I, I never charged hardly anything, but I was definitely charging less than I charge now. Um, and then 09 hit. We got married. We were pregnant. I was teaching. It's my third year of teaching, and I didn't love my job. In fact, I came home frustrated all the time. Education is just a hard field to work in, especially um, when you're teaching kids all day and you have to discipline a lot, and then you come home and you have to discipline your own children and try to be patient and kind and loving with your spouse. So 09 came, and I talked to my husband about it, and we decided that the best thing for me to do was to quit teaching, uh, have our new baby, and then pursue photography because it, it had been growing quite a bit, and I was getting inquiries left and right, and it kind of all worked out magically for me. I feel very blessed because I don't think that happens for everybody. It is also largely an attitude thing, and it sounds like you do have a great attitude about it. Yeah. It was something that, you know, I was very unsure of and very scared about, but I put it in God's hands, and and it was also like, you know, if if this business doesn't just keep going, at least I'm at home with my, my daughter and my son, and we can figure out what to do after that. But we've been very fortunate in that. 2009-2010 you know it kind of goes in seasons of fall and spring it, I've just been growing ever since and it's wonderful so what do you think you've done as a photographer to kind of stand out in the market to show your personality and your style I think that I'm very open very honest I am such a believer in telling the truth uh, and really gaining relationships and being kind to one another and not, not worrying about me, 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 but just taking care of everyone that's around and knowing that I'm going to be taken care of in return as well. If, if I treat people a certain way, I'll surely be treated that way back. Good attitude. All right. So tell me then a little bit about everybody kind of has their ups and downs. Has there ever been a time when you just thought, uh, or just a challenge that was really difficult for you? And how did you overcome that? Or how do you kind of continue to overcome the daily challenges? I think it still happens. Um, I know right now I'm kind of in a slow season and it has me worried because in seven weeks, we're going to have uh, baby number three. Congratulations. So, thank you. So I'm a little nervous um, because fall last year in, in 2010 was an absolute whirlwind. I had, you know, 20 to 30 sessions in a couple of months, which is enormous for me. And I was working, 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 working. And then, um, I came into a, a wedding type season this spring, but it, it wasn't as busy as it was last year. So I, I got a little bit worried, but I also think that, um, God has kind of given me what I can handle on my plate right now. And uh, being pregnant and having an 18-month-old and a 7-year-old, I don't need to be doing a whole lot. And I need to be making sure that I'm home. So for me, it's kind of like 
I know there's going to be ups and downs and I don't want to be this super, super duper busy photographer because I want to make sure that my family is taken care of. So I have to just breathe and say, okay, if, if you don't get this wedding or if this photographer in Fort Worth is more successful or if this person is, you know, blah, 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 it doesn't matter. What matters is that we are taken care of here in our home. So do you feel like you've managed to maintain a pretty good work-life balance or do you think it kind of swings both directions where so you've got the crazy times, of course, with the season and then kind of the slower times when you can finally just take a deep breath and, and relax? I absolutely feel like it swings back and forth. And even in my slow times, I'm still um, filled up with editing and I really make sure to keep my, my blog uh, pretty consistent and... Um, and just create things. So it's, it's not like downtime is really a downtime, but I, I do get to enjoy my children more. And my husband probably enjoys me more when it's the downtime because I'm not as stressed. And, you know, this computer can consume you when you're editing all the time. And a goal for me is going to uh, outsourcing a lot, which I recommend to especially mothers who want to be able to uh, take time with their kids and interact and you know we can't do it all and I'm, I definitely am not doing it all I know sometimes it appears that way on the web but I think everybody hides the troubles and masks the hard times and even for themselves so that's very true of course on the web everybody wants to kind of put their best face forward um, and present themselves in the best way and I think which is kind of the reason that I wanted to have this podcast and have this conversation to know that while there are wonderful things and great success stories, there's everybody has their, you know, challenges and everybody has their downtimes when things get a little bit difficult and we all work through them in our own way. So overall, from all of your experience um, doing photography over the years, do you have anything, and I know this is a very general question, but do you have any kind of just like top of mind general advice or lessons learned from what you've been doing? I do. There's probably a few things I'm passionate about. <clears throat> One is, um, especially wedding photography. I am not an exclusive wedding photographer, but I see so many uh, new photographers jumping into weddings uh, without any experience. And I, I am, it terrifies me for the bride and groom. It terrifies me for the photographer. I don't think uh, people who have ever shot weddings realize what goes into that day? You need schedules. You need shooting time frames. You need to have everything written out so that you don't miss a moment. And uh, actually, a friend of mine just wrote me today and said, you know, I don't know if you edit pictures, but we have some photography pictures. And one of the CF cards got messed up from the photographer. And he was a friend and he was new and he wanted to do it for free for practice. And that is you hear those stories all the time. And so I highly recommend that if people do want to get into wedding photography, they must second shoot and assist do like you said, an apprenticeship with somebody because you can ruin a moment for the rest of their life. You know, if you just jump into it, I I'm just, you know, you just need, need practice and figure out how, how the ball rolls on wedding days. And then something else I can really suggest to new photographers is 
that you get help. Um, I've been trying to do this on my own without uh, somebody to help me with my finances, without somebody doing uh, my branding professionally so that I come across as a true professional as I'm trying to be, somebody to help you set up blog and sites. And I feel like photographers are doing everything themselves now. And I would highly recommend you pay other people to do that stuff for you. You you know, most photographers are not CPAs. Most photographers are not designers. And I'm in the process of uh, branding right now, actually for the first time. What I have is created by me and I am ecstatic about what my designer has come up with and we're going to make a personalized blog site that is me it's going to be custom and I'm going to have all this beautiful stuff to put on my packaging and my paper goods and I'm so excited about it and if you think about taxes and all that stuff you need help don't do it all don't put all of the weight on your shoulders hire, hire a professional just like you want to be hired yeah that's a really good point all right. So last question for you. Do you have a book or a few books or magazines, whatever it might be, that you recommend as kind of just recommended reading to leave everybody with? <laughs> if you knew me, you would know I cannot read. <laughs> <laughs> I My brain wanders off. For me, I like to look through catalogs and magazines for inspiration. So I'll look at J. Crew or Anthropology or... Um, w Magazine or L. Um, I also love to look at architectural magazines because um, that's something else I'm a little bit passionate about is beautiful homes and contemporary architecture. So I look at all of those to get inspiration for posing and uh, editing and uh, to help my clients uh, know what to wear. I'm very much of a fashion mixed with my photographs and my candids for my couples, it's not just a traditional pose. I like to make it a little bit more edgy. And uh, so that's what I do. And I love Pinterest now. Pinterest is a really cool site. I just got started on it. So, yes, I love it too. Um, and I'm feeling inspired. I feel like I want to run out and get some new magazines and kind of just flip through them. It's something that I've always intended to do and I don't do it nearly enough. That's good advice. Well, and I'll add something to that that I see a lot of because when I started out um, shooting, there weren't many blogs around. Um, and I know everybody has a blog now. I know everybody has a Google Reader with their, you know, blogs that they love to read. And I would recommend definitely looking at blogs, getting inspiration, but be careful not to turn into a copycat. Um, I've gone about two or three weeks now without reading my Google reader. And I know there's like 400 or 500 posts that I have to catch up on, but I have no desire and it feels good to not have to go there to be inspired. So, you know, use it wisely. And I know no one, you know, is reinventing the wheel, but I think finding your own creativity, your own artistic edge, your own poses and all that is something very special because you can claim it without feeling guilty of, oh, well, I didn't really, you know, make this up. I kind of stole it from somebody else. But anyway, use it as inspiration, but not as something that you should take right out of a, a, a magazine or a blog or anything or some a photographer's website and just create it all over again. 
Use your brain. Yeah. And we also walk that fine line that if you read too many blogs, and I've definitely cut back myself, but if you do read too many and too often, I think that it is easy to fall into the trap of just the ego kind of taking over and comparing yourself too much. So I think it's good to have balance. Yeah, it is. And I'm, I know it, it can be kind of a competitive industry and you want to be like this person, you want to be like that person. And like I said, it's important to figure out who you are as an artist, as a human being, as a parent, as a friend, as, as a business owner, and really take it where you want to go in a good light. Good advice. All right. Thanks, Arden, for all your great advice and for taking the time to, to uh, speak with me today. Well, thank you for having me. I feel so honored. If you like what you heard, I'm currently supporting this podcast through listener donations. So head on over to photofieldnotes.com. And if you want to support what you heard and hear some more like it, give a little bit and we'll keep it going. Thanks for the support.